Season 1, Episode 4, Paul Gauguin, On the Intersection Between Pedophilia and Colonialism. Hi everyone, and welcome back to the Art History by Lakshmi podcast. I'm your host, Anu, or Lakshmi, and I go by both names so you can pick which one you prefer, and I'm glad you're back. If you're new here, I'm a professional artist and I have a passion for history, linguistics, politics, and art, and I like to talk about those subjects a lot, so I made a podcast. A little shameless plug before we begin today, check out my paintings and prints on artluxury.com. that's art, L-A-K-S-H-M-I dot com, and my Instagram at art underscore by underscore Lakshmi. A little shout out before we begin, be sure to check out the History Cafe by David Foster. I love his historical podcasts on events in the US and around the world, and I'm sure you will too. He's available on Spotify and iTunes, so be sure to check it out. I know I'd promised an episode on artists who had managed to piss off the wrong people and get killed for their art, and I'm still writing that episode. It's taking a little longer than I thought, so please be patient with me. I will eventually, I promise, get there. Since I postponed the episode about artists pissing people off, I decided to go with something more current, and that is cancel culture. I was reading up a little while ago about people getting completely upset and having meltdowns because the estate of Dr. Seuss decided to discontinue six books that they deemed were racist or racially insensitive, and I realized that the art world could really benefit from having a good hard look at some of its celebrated heroes. It's one thing to separate the art from the artist, but what happens if you can't do that? And who is a better subject for inspection than the great giant douchebag Paul Gauguin? In this episode, we're going to take a look at his life, his journey, and why any mention of him makes me rage. When I was in art school, my textbook told me that Paul Gauguin was an incredibly influential post-impressionist painter, that he was friends with Van Gogh, and that he tried to achieve primitive expression of spiritual and emotional states in his work. So why am I spewing bile against him? Because he was a fucking pedophile. That's right, he was a pedophile who painted the very young, and sometimes as young as 13, children that he had sex with. So of course, his story deems a little bit more delving into. Let's do a little overview of his life to get more context. Paul Gauguin was born in France in 1848 to a French father and a French Peruvian mother. However, at the age of 18 months, he, his sister, and his mother moved to Lima where he spent his childhood. He really used his Peruvian roots to help himself stand out from the other artists and really push the narrative of being a primitive, half-civilized man, and we're going to see this later. Paul Gauguin and his family moved back to France in 1854. He grew up and went on to join the Merchant Marine, but he eventually became a stockbroker in 1871. He didn't start out as an artist, but became interested in art because a close friend of his was a collector. So Gauguin tried his hand at painting, and honestly at first, he himself knew that he sucked at it. But he kept on, and he eventually got better. In 1882, when the stock market crashed, he decided to say bye-bye to his normal life and decided to pursue his art full-time. He wasn't very successful at first, but was like, fuck this, I'm still doing it, and he kept on. In 1887, Paul Gauguin decided that he was going to be the original Rachel Dolezal and cash in on his exotic ancestry, air quotes and eye roll, needed for that last part. He wanted to set himself apart from his contemporaries and wanted to push the narrative of the primitivism that he strove for in his art. 
He even misrepresented his ancestry and pretended to be, and this is a direct quote from his memoir, an Incan savage. Gauguin really capitalized on this half-savage, barely civilized, again, air quotes and giant eye-roll needed, image, and often represented himself as torn between those two dual identities. In his self-portrait with yellow Christ, he painted Jesus on the cross on the left and Gauguin much bigger than the figure of Jesus on the right. He really tried to push the narrative that he was only part of the civilized world by a hair's breadth. He really pushed the idea that he was a wild one. And upon closer inspection, that wild side was just him being a fucking awful human being. In 1881, Gauguin traveled to Tahiti, leaving his old life and family behind. When he got there, he thought that the Tahitians were, and this is a direct quote from his memoir, fools and meek, end quote. He did paint Tahitian women. And I use that term very loosely, by the way, because some of those women were just girls or children. One of Gauguin's painting, Tehemana Has Many Parents, was painted in 1893. It shows a 13-year-old girl seated in front of a background which looks like the wall of a temple of sorts. She has ripe mangoes behind her as well, and I mention this because a lot of people theorize that those mangoes symbolize fertility. And that's the kind of guy Gauguin was, by the way, extolling the fertility of a 13-year-old. It's technically a lovely painting, but think about it. It makes me uneasy to think that Gauguin is documenting his sexual relations with a 13-year-old. Uh, he wrote about her in his memoir and described her as a child of about 13 and proceeded to marry her in a Tahitian ceremony in late 1891. He also wrote in his memoir that she, quote, then lived with him as his wife. Keep in mind that at that time, the legal age of consent was 13 in France, and since Tahiti was a French colony, this would have been legally okay. He did not get in trouble for it at that time. There's another painting that, while aesthetically really beautiful, also makes me fucking uncomfortable, and that is the painting of Anna the Javanese. In this painting, you have a fully naked, very young, again, she's 13, girl, sitting completely naked on a bright blue chair. It's a gorgeous painting, but her nakedness is right there in your face and it's challenging you to respond to the eroticism that her nakedness evokes. Think about it. You're looking at a 13-year-old being eroticized. If by now you're not creeped out, let me add that her tender age of 13 didn't stop Gauguin not just from sexualizing her and painting her that way, but also from having sex with her. To make matters worse, Gauguin married in total three very young girls and gave them syphilis which he also suffered from. Those are just the women that he married. I'm sure he had dalliances with many other little girls. It is true that it was not uncommon for European men to take child brides during the 19th century in the Pacific Islands, but again, that's just a power dynamic that comes with colonialization. So can we separate Gauguin from his art? I can't. I always think to myself, imagine a 45-year-old man took photos of a 13-year-old girl naked and then proceeded to have sex with her. Yeah, let that sink in. I would not be okay with that. Well, then how am I okay with that as a painting? Now, am I saying cancel Gauguin? I'm really not sure. He did make an incredible contribution to art and that can't be ignored, but I can't see his paintings without understanding that a lot of exploitation went into it. So do I have an answer for this? No. I'm curious to hear what all of you think. Is it a question of separating the art from the artist? 
Do we just need to have rigid lines? Do we need to be more understanding that art can be separated from the person that the artist was? Is it a question of different times, different standards? Or is it a clear-cut case of a man exploiting little girls and then sexually abusing them? And how do we go ahead and see those artworks now? And by the way, Gauguin is not the only one who is guilty of this. A lot of artists should be re-examined and we should understand their paintings in a different light. So as always, if you like this episode, rate and subscribe, and I hope that you will join me next time. Stay safe in this crazy world. 